Welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. And I'm Ozob. <laughs> Join us as we ask the question, is Cyberpunk dead? Well, that's an interesting question. Well, it's not really because it's not. I no. don't know why I keep getting articles that are asking this question for because I feel like the answer is super obvious. Well, they want you to click on their links. Well, and I mean, then they get paid two working. cents. I know. Well, it doesn't work because I got an ad blocker on. So I don't pay <laughs> anything until I turn that off. Once I know that things actually going to be decent, then I turn it off. Right. Yeah. So sick of seeing that. I'm like, it's such lazy. And you go through to read the article, and they don't mention the hack. They don't mention like what might be behind yeah. the delay of the patch. Yeah. Um, no, no. It's just. Uh, oh, I, the game was terrible, so they've killed it. Oh yeah, and then uh, all the links are like. Um, Oh, it's been accused of being transphobic. And you're like, oh, really? Click the link, read the article. Not one mention of transphobia in the entire article. And you're like, you just blatantly lied in the title. You're lying in like pretty nasty claims about something as well. I mean, hey, I've read some interesting stuff about the way they treat women and depict women in the game um, from quite a few sources. It's been Mm -hmm. really interesting. So like totally keen to hear a good take on that sort of sphere of stuff. But like, no need to lie to me about it. Seriously. No. So bad. Gaming journalism is, well, quote unquote, journalism. journalism you know, clickbaitalism. Yeah, that's all it seems to be. You know, even uh, even old mate Jason Stry has been putting out some dubious sort of stuff now that he's got a name for himself. Like, okay. it's sort of, yeah. you know, just, I don't know, uh, whatever. Who cares? I care. You care? Do you really care? No. 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 Not Stupid. really. Not really. I haven't played much Cyberpunk though, uh, mostly because, I don't know, the wheel hasn't been there. I've loaded it up a couple of times and then just not really done anything. Mm-hmm. And I really want to play this updated version that they, you know, the new patch whenever that drops. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least that amazing uh, patch note teaser thing, um, all done in like as an in-game uh, perspective on mm-hmm. all the upgrades, which was hilarious and really well done. I really like the... Um, the uh, <laughs> You know, new firmware update for your cyberware because people kept tripping over and falling off edges and yeah. things like that. Yeah. You know, and it's just about changing the key bindings. Ah, oh, so good. So that was quality, quality humor at least. You know, they're spending the time to sort of hope to get more of that sort of stuff yeah. going forward. Yeah. And a really long and detailed patch notes list with lots and lots of bug fixes. Mm. That's all I want, Tony. Yeah. So yeah, still uh, bugs. I've been just smashing Valheim. Got me in, but first I want to hear. I've been you... smashing background scenery. Yeah, with just, my just... gorilla arms. Oh yeah, I worked out how to actually pick up loot that I can't pick up. Right, tell you smash the bit of scenery that's blocking it. You just like oh, well, like you just literally do a... just smash it, and then suddenly you can pick up the bit of loot. Oh, just like move stuff out of the way or whatever, and let no, you it's get often the... it'll be sitting there. Yeah, with like a bit of cardboard on oh, top of it or something. Yep, yep. You smash the bit of cardboard, and then suddenly you can loot it. <sighs> yeah. So I've nice. been using my gorilla arms to smash cardboard. I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's been it's fun. silly you kind of got to do that, you know. It is. But. So I've noticed I've played a lot. Yeah, you've really been crushing today. Uh, yes. And I've noticed something. I don't want to complain, but unfortunately, there's lots to complain about. Yeah. Okay. And this is nothing to do with the programming on the game or anything. This is to do with the design decision. And I'm comparing it specifically to the Witcher Three. Yeah, what do you mean, you know, fair comparison. In The Witcher 3, you run around a lot and you meet people 
Yeah. And they give you quests and they tell you story and stuff. Yeah. And every now and then you come across a dead person and there'll be a bit of story on the dead person on a note. Like the um, wizard that was trying to train the harpies to become the Air Force. Yeah, yeah, And so yeah. he's already dead when you find him and you yep. find his note and stuff. Yeah. But I've discovered from running around not off the beaten track in Cyberpunk that there's lots of little stories somewhere, yeah. but they're all to do with dead people because you never find anybody alive. You only ever find everybody already dead, and the story is in the little notes that they've got, the shards that they've got on them. And it wasn't until yeah. I started doing this that I realized just how morbid and depressing that is. Oh, yeah. That you're constantly finding all these dead people yeah. that have this really interesting story about how they died. Yeah. But it's just, it would be it was much nicer than what you're finding people who are still alive yeah. asking you to help them. It's a good point, too, because, like, even, even if you had all those, you know, Night City is not a great place to live. No. You know, uh, but... Um, yeah, every interaction you have in terms of picking up quests, getting quests, all come through the phone. The fixes, yeah. You know, the, either someone calls you on the phone or sends you a message or something. You'd never... You meet people after that point. Yes. But you very rarely, like, just walk up to someone at some place and talk to them and give you a quest. You know, yeah. none of the shopkeepers... Give you a quest? No, ever? there's the NCPD stuff, which is an assault in progress or something. That would make sense that it would be, well... So they're the only ones that are kind of alive when you rock up. Yeah, something yeah. Something going on when you happening. rock up. Yeah. I don't know if any of the NPCs are there when you don't have the quest, if they're just sort of like hanging around. Um, the NCPD ones? Uh, no, just in just in general, other ones. Oh, yeah, yeah other ones where general. you see like, uh, you know, uh, when you do... They're usually not the there. Jesus person, you know, uh, not Jesus person. You know, the guy who wants to um, crucify himself. There's a guy waiting for a van that you've got to go and do the job with. I don't know if he's there beforehand or anything like that. Okay. I wouldn't imagine so. So you, you can't sort of. There's no. You're right. There's no organic just stumbling upon someone. No. Yeah. You know, and and there's a couple. There's the monk. There's the cyber monk. Okay. The monk. The monk that's had his one. brother kidnapped. Yep. And there's that's a good point. Gary the prophet. Who's just yelling? Does he give you a quest though? He, he does. You of... got to you got to keep going back to him, and then you get a quest. Oh, I haven't gone back enough times then. And it's a, very much an X Files quest, so that's pretty cool. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. I got to go back and do that's that pretty again. Pretty cool. And then there's Brendan, the vending machine. Okay. Yeah, that's true. So there are some. Yep. But I could list off a whole lot more of finding dead people that have yeah. shards on them that tell an interesting and sad story. And then if you think about, okay, so Brendan. Dead. Yeah. Uh, the monk has a kind of happy ending. Yeah. Um, they I find went back some... to them later and it's, the two brothers are sitting there together. Yeah. So one's all one's... cybered out and the other one's, one's still... Got all the scars and everything. Monk. No, no, he's still got all the cyber wear in. Oh, yeah. Doesn't and then one you of them talk about... Scars? No, he didn't get captured. He didn't get kidnapped. The other one didn't get kidnapped. Oh, okay. You rescue the other one before they... So he did get kidnapped and that's why the cyber one asked you to go and rescue him before he gets... Cyber is there, there there is a monk though I think that has like all scars where he's had the yes, cyberware removed. That's a different quest. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yep, yep, yep. Um, that one's happy. Uh, Brendan, what was the other one you mentioned? Um, the X Files one. I Gary, guess, Gary the know, Prophet. I guess Gary the Prophet's a homeless guy. It's not really, you know. Yeah, but going up in a spaceship down for Centuria, that's got to be a happy ending. True. Yeah, uh, if if that's what you believe actually happened to Gary the Prophet. <laughs> yeah, well, I suspect that's not real. Actually, <laughs> happened to Gary the Prophet. Hey, he might have gone up to that Arasaka space station and got uh, a bunch of experiments on him. That what uh, I would believe. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. Uh, 
there aren't a lot of happy endings no. at all. No. At least oh, there's some pretty horrible stories. There's some pretty three. grim ones. But at least there are a few like rescue missions where you do rescue. Even yes. when you rescue someone, like you rescue this Ripper doc from uh, Maelstrom and yeah, she yeah, yeah. rips you a new one because she doesn't want to come with you. He wants to save this. That's only if you don't save the guy's life. If you save the guy's life, she's quite happy to go with you. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I guess I did that a couple of different ways. Yeah, eventually yeah. I just killed the guy because I don't like Maelstrom anyway. Right. So I was like, yeah. these guys are just murderers and whatnot anyway. Yeah. I deserve you saving. Yeah. Um, do you the save anyone else? Bugbear. You save Bugbear. You uh, save the guy in the fridge. Bugbear is the netrunner. Yeah, the netrunner. You save a couple of netrunners, don't you? There's yeah. another one as well, Wakato. Wakato's buddy. Yep. Yeah. You save him. There are a few of these. The guy in the fridge. Yeah. Okay. Big in Japan. There are a few few people that you save, but not a lot. And there's some really dark stories. Oh, I've, yeah. I've, I was having a moral quandary. Yeah. Running around doing all the open world stuff because yeah. I've discovered recently that I'm finding lots of Militech or Arasaka personnel or security guards. Oh, yeah. And so they're not members of the gang, so there's no bounty on their heads. Um, but then you find out why they're there. And they're just basically assassins. So they've just, I've found several places where they've just lined up people and blown their heads off. And mm-hmm. so Arasaka and Militech and the guard, they're not nice people. The world is so much darker than what you even yeah. suspect at the yeah. start. And like there's one where this, this person got um, facial reconstructive surgery so they couldn't identify who the person was. So the commanding officer said, just kill everybody. Just kill all of them. And we're guaranteed to kill him. Oh, <laughs> that's so dark. Oh, so yeah, my moral quandary about not slaughtering these guys who are just doing their job kind of yeah. went down a little bit at that point when I found out just how murderous. Well, it's actually their superior officers that are telling them to be murderous. But yeah, that's I've come across several mass assassinations, which is not good. No. And then the NCPD, I don't get, this is the one thing I don't get, hmm. why the NCPD get hostile towards you in the open world. Well, they've got to like meet their quota somehow, don't they? Well, yeah, okay. I just, I, I think know, it's strange just... that if you stand too close to some of the NCT, NCPD officers, yep. they just get angry with you. I think it's just uh, personal safety worried about, you know, yeah, if you can't maybe. be too close, you can't use your mentor's blades on me, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I think that... um you know, the in that patch notes, they had the thing there about um, NCPD response times. Oh, and okay. the quote from one of the citizens was like, oh, yeah, the, my friend was having a shootout with a tiger claws, <laughs> accidentally clapped a pedestrian, and the NPCD were right on top of him. What even is this? You know, like, <laughs> that's ridiculous overkill. And then it's like, a, a you know, from Militech or someone, you know, oh, we're really worried about the overzealousness of the NCPD. This is really affecting the, you know, private security um, you know, uh, market, you yep. know, and setting an un- un- unfair balance. And I'm like, wow, that is depressing. And like, the you know, that's exactly there. how they would take it, you know. Yep. Like, the police are immediately there as soon as you do something wrong. Yes. What's left for my private security to do if the NPCD is going to do yep. it all? That's going to really affect our profits and our shares, you know. Yep. And that's just how that city rolls. It, that's a different, like, you know, in The Witcher. Uh, the cities were different because they were all individual cities. They all had their own were stuff a, going on. A little bit different, a little bit cultural difference. And, yeah. and, and that city, although they do have different looking areas, areas everyone's kind of yeah, on the same, the same culturally page. Yeah. And a lot of the horror, not all of it, 
but a lot of it is from monsters. Yes. You know, like literal yeah, monsters. Actual that have monsters. No, yeah. you know. Um, I mean, a lot of the stories are sometimes some of them are like human depravity. Yeah, humans doing bad things. Yeah. But in this, everything is humans. It's humans. Yeah. You know, kind of, yeah. There's not even, there's not even like, uh, scary AI doing anything. I mean, Alt, you know, Alt kills a, kills a few people, you know, when you let her into, into the tower and stuff. But yeah. generally speaking, it's just, Humans being really terrible at humans. Oh, and did you get the um, mayoral candidate? So you, the you know, River, yeah, the Parales. That storyline. That's a bit creepy. That storyline. Yeah, well, that's why when you talk when you're talking about um, not Evelyn Parker, um, Sarah Dorset. Yes, and she yes. was looking into mind control. Yes, and that was on the chip. I was like, oh my god, that t- that ties into yeah. the Parales storyline. Um, and yeah, going through and like finding the secret room and like looking through the, the windows and seeing yeah. them and stuff, I was just like, whoa, this is so creepy. Yeah. Like I actually like really got the heebie-jeebies like thinking about um, just. Uh, and then know, watching the news report afterwards. Yeah. And Perales wins. Yes. And you're going, oh, okay. That's... So I wonder what's going to happen now that Perales has won. Yeah. And just the way the wife walks in and is like, went into the secret room. Yeah, and yeah. Like, what is this? And you see, yeah. she starts to freak out. The yeah. act, the voice actor did a really good job. Yeah, there. I really believed it. And yeah, and in the end, that he wins. I don't know if he can change that outcome at all. If any of the conversation items might end up with a different. I think if you tell him, I think if you tell him what's going on and you I, don't listen to his wife. I think I did. Oh, you did tell him. Tell him, him and I think what's he still on? won. Still I won? think what happened. Trying to remember. Um, such a long time ago now, unfortunately, to remember exactly what conversation items I picked. But yeah, she wasn't happy with me, but I don't think it changed the outcome. I have a feeling that they just went harder with the mind control stuff instead, right, okay. just to completely overwrite that. Fry his brain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. And Johnny says that that was an AI that did that. So that was that's where the segue was when you're talking about there's not many AI antagonists. Oh, they did the break. So they got, well, Johnny makes, says it's unlikely that it was a human that's controlling them. It's more likely to be a rogue AI. Do you think Netwatch is run by a rogue AI or something like that, mm, maybe? Could be. Uh, Netwatch doesn't, don't really, haven't really featured heavily in my well, game. I thought Netwatch was the ones that were doing this mind control stuff. Uh, it could be. That's who I took it as. I don't know if there was any, any evidence for that or I just made my own assumption for that. But like it feels like a net watch. No, kind of some dude runs of... away when you chase the van down. Some yeah. dude runs away over the rooftops, and there is a shard that where they say where they hire the tiger claws to slow you or maelstrom, whichever one it is, to yeah. slow you down. Yeah. But I don't. Yeah, I didn't read anything into it. But there may have been something to read into that. Maybe there. that's because of the Sarah Dorset yeah. information talking about net watch looking at this stuff. I wonder because they really aren't you know a huge feature of the game. No, I not, feel like there's a storyline no, yeah. to be. I feel this Perales storyline is going to like feed into some sort of DLC yeah, in, in the would, future kind yeah, of thing. That would make sense because you know the truth. Yeah, you know, even if even if you didn't choose to tell him. Yeah, and, and even if you can't prove it, I feel like that's a yeah. loose end that needs to be needs to yeah, be tied, tied up. up. Someone's going to come for you at some point. I have a feeling um, that could be that could be interesting, a more net runny, more yeah. about the black wall, more about the AIs. You really didn't. Uh, yeah, there wasn't a lot. With that. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to see Alt make a comeback yes. as well. Yes. She could be a great enemy in the next one yeah. as well. Like, you know, because she's got her own designs on yeah, whatever it is. she's not Alt anymore. 
no, no. It makes that very clear that, yeah, that she's you her know, own thing now. thing now, whatever that is, kind of thing. Just took all of those uh, Makoshi personalities. Yeah. And depending on which ending you've got, may have a Johnny or a V personality engram oh, okay. as well, yeah. you know, depending on how all that sort of plays out. Yeah. Just when we wonder how they're going to resolve all these endings and into some sort of DLC I think, expansion. I think they might do what they did with The Witcher 3 and they put them before the end of the game. So The Witcher DLC, you didn't have to finish the game. It didn't matter whether you'd finish the oh. game or not. It was basically ignored. I hope not. Whether you'd finish I mean, the game or not. Because, I mean, my Geralt died in my original ending. Yeah. And I could still go back and play the DLC. Yeah. Blood and Wine, though. Mass is- Effect is the one we want. Where the Mass Effect 2 to Mass Effect 3 DLC was all really good. Yeah. It all added to the story. Yeah. And it was all actually set between Mass Effect 2 and the Mass Effect 3 game. Yeah. Yep. That yep. was a really good way to do their DLC. Yeah. That was excellent. I, I have a feeling that I, like, to me, there's no reason why any of those endings, no matter which way you go, can't end up with B, V being alive. Yeah. Um, you know, whether they get a fresh body, because as if they don't have clones. Like, yeah. like someone's working on clones um, and you just download the engram into the new body, into the new body. or they yeah. fix the existing body or I don't know whatever the, con- I mean, the suicide ending I guess is like an ending well that doesn't let you end it doesn't count that you've ended the game with the suicide ending right so it's there for flavour text it's yeah. not really a because yeah. I didn't ending. get the achievement for finishing the game when I did the suicide ending right well you don't really finish did you, you gave up halfway through well not halfway through but no, like it's before the end right at the end yeah. I and mean, it's a legitimate choice that they give you yeah yeah no it is I guess you know they just didn't think it was worthy of an achievement obviously well, maybe that's why it lends to my idea of like you need to go through do the Makoshi thing set yeah. off free accept all the events of the next game and then whichever variety of ending you pick you, I think you can write, I think you can write them all up with some sort of like new storyline yeah. to bring you back and pop you back in Night City again for, for round two yeah or for multiple expansions going yeah, or on even a new city. from there. <sighs> I don't know how I feel about having a new... Think- how, how, did, how did much of the map did you use? Oh. There's a whole bunch of the map to the southwest that I've not even been to yet. Yeah, a lot. that map looks a lot bigger than what you can really go. I've definitely yeah. probed north and northwest uh, all yeah. around there. You can't go any further. They yeah. definitely told you you can't go. I've gone pretty far south. But I didn't realize you could get to the border checkpoint into the border towns until I did the Nomad start and realized you started okay. actually further south than I thought you could actually get to. So I haven't been, yeah, so south, uh, west. Yeah. Apart from in the, in the farming areas, I haven't really been too far down that way oh, at all yet kind of thing. There's plenty of space to fit more stuff. There is, the city. Yeah, like yeah. The city is like, you know, barely yeah. used when it comes to that kind of stuff. You could... Yeah, a more in. Yeah. yeah, so I I don't really want to go to a new city just yet. No, just yet. You want more well, DLC. Yeah, I think a good slab of DLC, like Witcher 3 DLC before you release Cyberpunk 2, and then we go somewhere else. Yeah. You know. Um I think I think there's just so much more you could fit in there. More secret places. You could add how many like new building interiors and Oh, there's all those areas. doors. There's, there's so hundreds much. of doors that don't open. Yeah. Just make a couple of those doors open. And then yeah. boom, you heaps of stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. Um dig more. Mm. And there's some the thing another thing that I found interesting as I've been playing it through, I've only found I've only got one example of it. Mm. But how things tie together. So there was one one um Arasaka hit. Or maybe a Militech hit where they've gone and wasted a bunch of homeless people in the Badlands. And you find out that it was the 
the son's mother had contacted him mm. and said, come back to the family and here's a picture of your sister. And he responded and said, I'm not coming back to the family, you know why, and remember, this is my sister's name and don't forget her name because mm. one day she'll repay your kindness as I have. Oh. And then you find on the on the Arasaka hit team that she put a, a tracking bug in the picture that she sent her son and then sent the hit team out to follow the tracking bug to to get her son. Wow. And she and she says because he's been selling secrets about the Maglev tunnel in the Badlands and there was some reason that I went back to check it out that says it's a tunnel where you do Pan Am's quest where you go and take out the Wraith boss. Yeah. And so I went back there and there's a there's a hidden car in there. Oh, yeah. So I went back to check it out, and there's a there's a um, shipping container with a with a car, and you can just take and drive away with this car. Adds it to your garage. So that that mission pointed mm. me to go back and check out the Maglev tunnel. That's crazy. Yeah, and That's I wonder crazy. how many more things like that there are that I just haven't well, picked I up said before. There's definitely another car in a shipping container sitting out in the trash heap somewhere. Oh yeah, there you go. There's definitely yeah. one more there. So there might be something pointing towards that as well. I would probably say so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's but this is one of the flaws of the game is that it's harder to find that stuff like, yeah sometimes difficult to know that that's it does reward you for not for sticking weird, to the yeah path but it's so big mm. and you can spend so long going off the beaten track and not find anything you think oh there's nothing here that's probably I won't waste my you time know, you can't you don't want it you don't want it spelled out for you either because that's not as fun no you do exactly. make a discovery you get that genuine yeah. oh wow that what, that did mean something that yeah. that weird note in that Shard. That's crazy. I think I thought I went all through that cave. I must have obviously missed it. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe you can't open. Maybe it doesn't spawn until you do that other other quest. Quest. First. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. There's a there's a fancy sports car sitting in a. So it's behind where all those dudes are. Yeah. Yeah. The second wave comes from down the tunnel. Further? Down the tunnel. It's yep. further down the tunnel there where they come from. Oh. And there's another workshop. And there's a there's a sports car in the shipping container. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Very cool. Another car to add to the mix of ones that you never use. Yes, it's a shame. <laughs> what are you? Um, what are you rolling at the moment? Uh, I just use the bike. The bike. There's yeah. no point not using the bike. Bike's good. Yeah, the cars go too fast. You miss the miss the corners. Another one that was with the patch notes. Looking at the, the the gifts they had of how the cars steer yeah. in the new update looks very nice. Okay. Looks like they might have fixed just a little bit of that. It's like um, I don't know how to describe it. Like it does like a. It, over oversteer, it's like a yeah. Well, it depends if you've got a front wheel or a rear wheel drive car. Yeah, but whichever one you've got, it either massively no, no. understeers or massively it's oversteers. Yeah, you take out pedestrians all the time. Yeah. But speaking of yeah. of driving, mm. I need to vent about the beast in me. Oh, that's the um, that's Claire's the, the Claire mission. mission. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, so how'd you go with that. Well, firstly, she reveals that she's had gender reassignment surgery, and let's just completely forget that. Yeah, I thought that was a bit. Interesting. I guess it's a good way to handle it. I mean, it's just a, just it's a, just a, a fact thing. of what yeah. it is. It's not nothing yeah. more, nothing less than but what it is. She had gender reassignment surgery, and yeah. now let's just continue the conversation. So yeah. I that was. I guess and it see, was well done. When wasn't a big deal. When I saw that link in that article I mentioned earlier, yes, that's what I thought they were going to be talking about. Right. Was like how yeah. that was handled. Was that a good way? Was it a bad yeah. way? Like I was just curious, and then it was nothing about it. No, nothing about stuff, it at so. all. And that's why I'm like, that's a transphobia. I mean, they put someone in it and then just made it part of who they are yeah. as just a way of explanation yeah. of, their, of their past. They didn't 
and they did make a big deal, song and dance about it, so it was bad, so it was good. Same with what they did. Well, because that reminded me of it. The same thing happens in basically in uh, Andromeda. Yeah. As well. As and basically, in, it's just mentioned as part of their story. But And in um, Krem in Dragon Age Inquisition, the Iron Bull's logistics officer oh. is a woman who pretends she's a man all the time. Right. So clearly, she it's in fantasy setting, so she's still got yeah. all the female. Is that because of... I thought that was less about... Like, um, that's about how they're born, like someone born uh, in the wrong body versus like a cultural thing of where women can't be certain roles. No, well, she thought, was born in the wrong body. Is that what it was? Yeah, I if you have a conversation that. with her about it, she's quite clear that, yeah, you know, she doesn't feel like a woman and right, she never okay. felt like a woman. Oh, okay, okay. Now she's joined the, what yep. were Iron Bull's lot called? I can't even think what his mercenary band was called, yeah. but she joined them and then she felt she fitted in and she could be who she really was. was. So that was okay. handled quite yeah, well, so, I thought. And I never had anyone complain about any of the. I mean, I didn't even know that one was even even there for it to get yeah. you know, make any traction. So yeah. anyway, uh, yeah. So have this great conversation with Claire and I say, I'm not helping you murder this guy. I don't care what you say. <laughs> I'm not helping you murder him. Yeah. I will race with you. And if he dies while we're doing the race, then fair enough, but I'm in the race to win the race. And she goes, yep. I can I can live with that. Totally understand. Totally, hundred percent agree. I'm on board with that decision. Yeah, yeah. Then I do the race, and she absolutely spits the dummy at me. Yeah. Completely sooky la las when I finish the race and come first and don't help her kill her buddy. Yeah. Kill whatever his name is. That made me so angry. She agreed. There was no conversational choice to say, um, Claire, you agreed to this. We had a whole conversation about this. Yeah. yeah that made yeah. me really angry with the game. It was a bit. Ham fisted, yeah. That there really should have been something to, for you. I don't think her reaction is like she was just saying yes to get you to do it anyway, kind of thing. Like she was going to agree with whatever you said. Oh, you want to? Oh, she had an agenda, and that was all yeah, she was yeah. going to go for, right? Yeah. Um, but you needed, you needed the option of, of calling her out and saying yes. no. You, I you told agreed. you what it was. Yes. Don't be angry at me. I told you yes. exactly, and I did exactly what I said. You know, yeah, I did exactly what I said. I was going to do. Yeah. Yep, yeah, yep. that made that that's the one bit that's made me really angry with the yeah story decisions that they've made. And she just drives off, and then she it blanks you when you go to the afterlife. Oh, really? Instead of so I don't know if she blanked me or said something rude to me. I only went to afterlife once. Yeah, after right. it, and she's definitely different when you go to the afterlife. Not impressed. Yeah, yeah. I did it both ways. I ended up just doing the kill her rival. I was curious to see if I could beat it. Yeah, and I went back. So my cannon, I never got to see her like after in you know, life is even any yeah. change, or if you get the car or not. You don't get the car. No, right, you, you drive off for the car and slots a garage. You can't even get to a garage anymore. Yeah, right. Okay, okay. Because yeah. I kind of like, I think she realizes that you know the revenge did nothing for her, as it like revenge. Yeah, doesn't. just like you say in that yeah. conversation beforehand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not at the one of the. So I went and looked it up online because I was so angry. Yeah. And that conversation makes a big difference if you drop out of the race and confront Samson. That's his name, Samson. You can actually convince her not to kill Samson if you've had that conversation with her beforehand. Oh. And if you do convince her not to kill Samson, she gives you her car and Samson gives you his car. So you get two cars. Jeez. But that forces you to drop out of the race and go and try and get revenge. Right. So it's like... The best rewards are you going back on your word. Yeah. Mm. And then he starts pleading for his life and you can hear him out and Claire will actually stop because you've had that conversation with her before. She'll stop and listen to you and let him tell his story. 
And eventually you get to the point where you say, I'll do what you want. Or you can say, I found that, you know, revenge like this is never is never an end. It never fits, fits anything. Yeah. And if you choose that, she doesn't kill him. She walks away. Fascinating. Yeah. So, yeah. So I can see why you had that. That conversation made a difference, but not in the way that I thought it should have. I mean, even if, as you say, when she started spitting the dummy at me, I could have called her out on it. And said, hey, you knew what I was going to do. Yeah. I said this is what I was going to do, and you agreed. At least give you the chance to write the right of yeah. the rebuttal yeah. back about it. Yeah. And that's the problem. That's all really interesting and cool, but like you also need a way, a path to get there that makes sense. Yes. It doesn't make sense to like try to get a passive of her not killing him, but have to take it to the point of him crashing his car yes. and all of that to get to that point yeah. feels like you're Working across, yeah, purposes. and you have to drop out of the race. Yeah, yeah. And the only reason you, I was in it was to win the race. Yeah, yeah. Because she, through the course yeah. of the other races, mm. you don't develop a strong enough bond with her. No, you don't really. Not like you do with Pan Am or Judy or River. Yeah, you really don't develop this strong bond with her. There's no reason for you to basically murder this guy. And I've been playing a somewhat moral V. Yeah, yeah, not you're definitely. You're not killing anyone or whatnot. Killing so people for no reason. You think you'd go that path. Yeah. I feel like there should have been more than one. Like, that should, that's yeah. a great ending, but there should have been another path. There to, should have been another path to, to get, get there. there. Yeah. As well. Yeah, even if you win the race and then Claire says, don't stop, don't stop, let's go back to see where he's gone. Yeah. And then you win the race, but you don't get all the applause from all the cheering fans. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. go back and then the whole crash thing plays out. They could have done that, I guess. Yeah. That would have been more satisfying at least. But maybe they wanted you to feel a really bad taste in your yeah, left with a really bad taste in your maybe. mouth. If that's what you did, that may be their intention. Yes. It's interesting. I wonder about wonder. Hmm. But there are also lots of very interesting characters to be found in Cyberpunk. Yeah, definitely. Like Ozob. Oh yeah. Bloody grenade nose. And Burning Desire Man. But who's Burning Desire Man? He's the guy that's got oh. the the short out in his uh in his, his junk in his yeah. uh what is it Mr uh, Stud in his Mr Stud his Mr Stud is backfiring oh, and then there's man. the Lizzy Wizzy that's oh you finished that one really disturbing the yeah, Lizzy Wizzy one she that's goes a bit crazy very disturbing oh man and there's Gary the Prophet Gary yep. the Prophet was very good yep we can discuss this more we can do a bit more research yeah and yeah just, I think we'll go through and try to find some more try and find some more quirky Liz, characters. Liz. Skippy the Gun. Oh, see, I haven't found Skippy the Gun, but everybody tells me about Skippy the Gun. It's funny. I just love a talking weapon. Yeah. You know, like, it's always always hilarious. So, you know, that kind of thing is always always good for a laugh. Yeah. Um, I mean, Brandon, the the vending machine. Oh, see, he's worth the whole conversation just about Brandon as well. So, I think... Brandon's interesting. As a suggestion Mm. from one of our listeners, we will... Put together a list of all the interesting characters that we found, and then discuss them. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, see, yeah, yeah. See what we There's think. Definitely some fun. I mean, even the monk, the weird meditation monk. Yeah. Makes you do all that stuff. Like, what's his go? I wonder, wonder if he'll come back and make an appearance. And this is why I don't want them to leave, leave Night City because I think there's yeah, these there's unresolved unresolved stories. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Mayor Paralis, as as you say, it's a very unresolved. Yeah, I feel like it's a huge gap. Net, Netwatch, the mind control, yeah. That, yeah. that whole thing is there waiting to be done. I mean, you don't even um, uh, um, who's the head of Arasaka now? Um, so well, it depends how you end it. Well, true, 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 true. But the brother, um, not in my well, case. Well, that's going to be interesting how they resolve these little differences as well with the DLC. That's not a little difference. It doesn't even difference. make. Well, yeah, uh, I don't know. I suppose. Is he him or is he his father? 
Yeah, right. That's a pretty big difference. Maybe they won't go back in the continued story. I don't know. It's it's tough. Yeah. The way they ended it, no, they did is like it's maybe interesting for them to try to resolve this out and make it whether it goes back or not. I just don't want to. I feel like maybe it's just me. Let's inject um, a story in the middle of the main story. Yeah, I already feel that like it's too the the time constraint thing is artificial. Artificial. So you're yeah. gonna add more of that. Yeah. I'm gonna have more of this meet Hanako at Ember's quest sitting there forever, all the time, always popping up, which yeah bugs me yeah. a little bit as well. I think that would like I don't, I'm maybe. Maybe it's just one of those problems of playing the game first and not playing it with all the DLC already yes. released. Yeah. But like, I feel like that stuff's not. Yeah. I mean, even with The Witcher, it was the same sort of problem. I mean, find Siri is the objective, but you do everything else in the world yes. in order to find Siri. And then Stoneheart is like this tack on thing that, like, you're going to go help this mass murderer guy. We're not oh, Hearts Siri. of Stone. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Hearts of Stone. Yeah. 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 Blood and Wine, I think, is set afterwards. No, it's just set in a different duchy. It's not set after Siri. No, because yet, but Yen rocks up and like at the end for me, and, no. and that was like after we'd had all of our. But that doesn't happen if you haven't finished the game. That doesn't. So I started. Be... I started playing it when I was about a third of the way into the main story. Oh, okay. So and then can... I rapidly got destroyed by the yep. enemies and went. Oh, I'm in the wrong area. Okay, so you can do. You can do it before. You can get into it before you finish the main story. I feel like it fits better as a post. It does, and then story. they put stuff in there that happens if you have finished the okay. story. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm with you now. I'm with you now. Um, but you don't prefer- actually have to finish the story to unlock that area. That would be acceptable if, it, if it's something that can can do both, can yeah. work both ways. I yeah. think is good. Um, I don't want my V story to be over. I think is probably the biggest thing. I don't want. I want continuation of yeah. that. And I don't want it to be such a depressing ending. Yeah, yeah. Even the f- good endings are kind of depressing, mm, depressing in their own way as well. But maybe that night city for you, like yeah, you just spend the whole episode talking about ending. how depressing endings after depressing ending is yeah. just, you know, uh, it's a, it's definitely a dystopia. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, in a lot of ways, it's way, it's way more depressing than like even Fallout was. You know, Fallout's like the world's ended, but. Yeah, so yeah there's still goes people on. surviving and still finding hope in new things. Did it? you find the shard that's from the normal person's point of view? I don't think so. Uh, there's uh, one really depressing shard. I can't remember where I found it, but it's basically just a normal everyday person. Yeah, saying there's these gangers running around killing everybody. Everybody's cyberware up the wazoo. There's mercs and solos and fixers. He's listing off all these characters. Yeah, and I just want to. Go to work, do my job, and come home and feel safe. Is that too much to ask? Apparently so. It's like man. a really depressing shard yeah. from just a normal everyday person's point yep. of view. Yep. Well, I mean, it's that's it. I would not. Yeah, you see the NCPD doing deals with the Tiger Claws, and you see the Tiger Claws backstab Maelstrom and then yep. gang wars, and you can't just walk down. The... I've accidentally double jumped and landed on someone. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you can't even walk down the street. And people, people were complaining that pedestrians run away when you double jump. It's like, yeah, because you might be getting ground stomped <laughs> yeah. in a few seconds. Like seriously, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think if where would I'd rather live in Night City or um, somewhere like one of the Witcher Three cities with all the monsters no. and all that stuff hanging yeah. around and whatnot. Um, there's plenty of gangers in The Witcher as well, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. You got all like, and just roaming bands of um of these. I started bottom line. You have that thing of like, do you help them or yeah. not? 
you know, the Hilt Light Village, you know, yeah. you got to deal with that stuff all the time as well. Yeah. Neither of them are particularly nice places to live. I guess if it, if it was a really nice place to live, there probably wouldn't be a game there because there wouldn't be the conflict to no. drive the narrative. I think I'd be okay in a big city in The Witcher. The big cities seem to be okay. Be in Novigrad or something like that. Yeah, but there were definitely the little farmhouses out in the wilderness. They didn't seem to do fair too well, no. those people. Either, yeah, ruffians yes. or, you know, no, neckers the rose. or um, yeah. trolls. Yeah. Oh. All sorts of bad stuff. Even just invading armies from other yes. navy nations yes. kind of thing. The first thing you do is come through, burn all the fields, yeah. starve everyone out. Yeah. Oh, farmers always cop it. Yeah. Which which of the games we play, which would be the best one to live in? We don't want to live in tyranny. That sounds pretty no, bad all yeah. round. Yeah, that was very bad all round. Oh, Fallout, I mean, Fallout's, you know. It's not exactly living in the lap of luxury. No, it's not really, is it, you know? No. Um, Unless you're part of the Enclave or something like that, maybe. Although that sounds like its own little authoritarian hell yeah. escape as well. Yep. Uh, Mass Effect, maybe. I mean, apart from the third one, yes. yeah, that's yeah, just a pretty good place to live overall on balance. Yep. There's, there's plenty yep. of places you can go and live. And Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. There yep. were some benefits. I mean, they're living at the time of the Sun Killer. Um, not yeah, so that wouldn't be so great. Yeah. No. But um, on balance, it's not... It's not. I mean, or you know, pre-machine takeover as well. Yeah. Not so great either. Yeah. You know, kind yeah. of thing. There's a few. There's a few car houses. Yeah. To be at. yeah. <laughs> you want to avoid those particular times in history. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There's not a lot of great ones, is there? No, there's not. Uh, oh man. Maybe I want to live in the Valheim world. Maybe that's the uh, the best one to go for because at least then you can sort of like. Control your destiny a bit. You know you're going to get squashed by a troll. Uh, well, when you no. go ice fishing, once you once you get your nice shield and you get a good parry oh. going on, the trolls aren't so bad. Okay, kind of thing. Uh, but those are death um, uh, death mosquitoes. Think they're called death, death mosquitoes. Death mosquitoes. Think they're called. Yeah, they've killed me so many times when I'm not like paying attention. How big are they? Not that not well big for a mosquito, okay, definitely, yeah. but not not as big as you'd think. But they definitely they hurt when they give you a tickle when they sure. suck your blood. Yeah, yeah, and you don't see them. You gotta be really careful. You don't see them coming. So they attack from behind. Yeah, and if you're not fooded up, they just drain your health. Oof. Yeah, brutal. Yeah, so I mean, I've definitely been uh, crushing that. It definitely sucked me in. Uh, I think. Yeah, there are lots of good things online about it. And I can see well. why. You know. Is that an indie? Yeah, I think there was. I think it's just the first game, game small yeah. studio kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yep, yep. And they're not a, not a big studio at least. They're nothing else. Yeah. Um, I think the one thing that really what I really like about it is that it's not built for a, P- a PvP base. At right. The start. Yeah. And when you do that, you kind of like it's like anything. Making a PvP game is different than making a PVE game. Yes, it is. And because this is built with PVE in mind. And that's what I want to play. I'm not interested in playing yeah. that sort of PvP no, there. Like um, all the decisions I make sort of make more sense. Yeah. Kind of thing. So protecting you from the environment or protecting you from humans that are going to cheese the system. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Uh, and so what they've done with it is make it, it sounds weird because there are a lot of unrealistic things in it, but like try to bet it in reality. Okay. Right. So like the difference would be like in Conan, 
uh, you want to cook something, right? Yep. You've got to you kind of put the food in like a, a UI window, yeah. and there's like an on-off button, and it will burn whatever fuel you've got in that little yeah. window. Like it's like a chest, you know. The, the, yeah. it's, everything's a chest, yeah. um, and you can turn it off, turn the fire off and on, and and use resources or not yeah. use resources. With Valheim, you you go up to the fire and you say press wood, and you put wood in there, and once it's burning, it's burning because yeah. you can't take wood out of the no, fire. Of course you can, you know. Um, and when you put food on, you actually physically put the food on the fire, on the fire, and you can yeah. see it cook, and then you can take it off. And if you leave it on too long, okay. it burns. Burn. Yeah. It's charcoal, you know. So it's that kind of like um, it just cuts through everything. Like this level of realism, you know. Um, you make a cart, right, for more storage. You can then pick the cart up and drag it around with you, yeah. Which is great. So now, when I built out my my forest of trees. You know, which grow in two days, of course. That's realistic. Realistic, you know, to a degree. Mm-hmm. You are in a, you are in kind of like a Odin's afterlife world. So okay. it's not, it's not supposed to be. It gets away with it, I guess, because it's not supposed to be the Earth. Yeah, it is yeah. some fantasy realm, and there are obviously fantasy creatures and stuff in it. And that it's this, the whole thing is, from what I understand, the story is that it's Odin's test to you. It's mm-hmm. if you survive okay. here, you might get a chance. I don't know if it's either being reborn or you have a chance to move on to the next right. phase of yeah. afterlife or, or whatever kind of thing. So, um, yeah, but inside of that, you know, you pick up, you, you mining out your um, your forest and you drag the cart around and keep loading up more wood into the cart that you're dragging around and give you a lot more storage. But as the cart gets more full and gets heavier, it's harder to drag. You yeah. slow down, you can't go up slopes as much kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so you have to like make paths and make it easier for the cart to go around, which is just like it would be in real life, in real life kind yeah. of thing, you know. So while not realistic, there's this undercurrent of logical steps, logical yeah. thought processes behind stuff. Realism, you know, like structures need support. You can't just have yeah. huge structures. You need to have support yeah. from the ground going up. Uh, when you have workbenches, um, there are different grades of workbenches. A higher grade gives you more. Um, you know, access to more things. Yeah. But to upgrade your workbench, you know, for the forge, you have to build, uh, one of the first things you do is build a small set of anvils. Yeah. Um, build a tool rack. Yeah. Build a bigger, heavier duty anvil. Yeah. Um, build a squelching bucket. Yeah. You know, and those are the things that give you. And so, it, it, two things. First, um, you know, bed you in reality again because you get better materials, you can build better tools to build yeah. better, better things. And your workshop looks... Like a workshop, yeah, because it has real it things together. in it. Yeah, in Conan, it's just a slightly fancier looking bench. There's right. not really yeah. anything that sort of like yeah. you walk up to my workbench now and go, "Wow, there's a lot of tools here." It looks like a fancy work yeah. forge kind of thing. And same with the um, with the the other workbench has like a tanning rack and and things of that nature for making better um, non metally yeah. metally goods. Um, and it's very this is. Probably a pro or a negative, but like it's kind of flat as well. There isn't like this cast like forever tier of different things you can constantly keep going up with. Like um, Conan and Ark as well. Ark's all about breeding the dinosaurs. Yeah. It's more where you get your, your sort of progression from there. Uh, but Conan has like uh, the different tiered benches, and then there's a lot of lot more materials that you can get that you keep got to keep going up for, and it. The, because the idea is to focus everyone into the into the higher areas and create more conflict. Yeah. Because you've got to get star metal, 
which only drops from meteors only in the top end of the map. And yeah. you've got to go to the volcano to get that next whatever the last. And no, you know, so it forces everyone to the conflict to get yeah. up there and get the stuff where this doesn't have that. So you can make it a lot flatter yeah. kind of thing. Um, it's less punishing with like collecting resources. You need to have like an abundance of the world is so big. Yeah. You can just go any direction. There's just resources everywhere forever kind of thing. So you don't feel like, again, you've got to like, I'm going to fight anyone for it or anything yeah. like that. Um, I think where oh, that's the other thing they've done. Like again, you don't. There's no. Uh, you know, in terms of like getting around and move, navigating the map, sort of thing. Uh, like Conan has a map room you can build, and then you build other map rooms and teleport between them. It's fairly high end. Yeah. Bit that you need to be able to build it. It's quite a, quite a last thing. You get portals really early on in Valheim, and in Ark you get birds. Again, the dinosaurs yeah. is your progression. So as soon as you get a bird or you get a pterodactyl and you can get a, a bird to get better, bigger and bigger ranges and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but with the portals, uh, they're really clever. You can take anything you want through portals except for ore and metal bars. So you can take through, like for example, right? Here's an example of how this sort of works and how, what you kind of got to think about when you start to plan out your expansions. We had a base um, wasn't near any swamp biomes. It was just near Black Forest, which gives you copper and tin to make bronze. So that's here of, of materials. Um, and so I built a boat and I sailed the boat up north, found uh, a piece of swamp that I liked, found a, found a base and built the base. Um, slapped a portal there. And now I can go between my northern base and my southern base. The trip between the two, if the wind is good, is about a 10-minute trip. Mm -hmm. So it's not an insignificant trip. And only a tiny fraction of how long and how big the map is. Yeah. So it was like, you know, the map, the world is big. So it means I can have a really big world because you can just teleport yeah. around. Um, and so what I would do is from that base, go into the swamp, get all this ore. Cut, ma I made like a, a path for my, for my cart, mm -hmm. bring like a whole cartload with stuff, smelt it into bars, fill up my boat and then sail it back down to my main base where I could then, you know, make the next... Sort of a lot of stuff. Anyway, so I did that a couple of times, got myself some better gear, and then I'm like, okay, I'm not making this trip up a million times. This is just ridiculous because it does take a long time yeah. to sail it back. First thing I worked out is that you can break down your boat, get your materials back, and then just walk it through the teleporter and then build it on the other side. <laughs> okay. So what I did was I my I farmed all the ore out of the swamp, out of this particular swamp, yeah. and brought it all back. I had like 360 bars of iron by the end. I then, because um, I started to mine back in my original base, made up the nails, built the biggest ship that I possibly could in my northern base, loaded it all up with iron ore, and then just sailed it straight back down one trip back 10 minutes or maybe 15, because I think the wind was really bad at the time. Um, straight back to my base, and then I had all the ore I could make, everything, upgrade everything to whatever I needed kind of thing. And so it's sort of like... Um, I like you to be smart with your resources and like threading through portals and, and taking new things. Like you always basically always leave an unconnected, untagged portal so that you can always just build whatever you want, step through it, get back to your base, repair all your stuff, do all that, step back through, deconstruct the portal, take yeah. all the materials back up and then you just can continue on going wherever you want kind of thing. So, you know, you've got to explore with the boat because there's no other efficient way of getting around anyway. You can always get back okay. But when you do start to make a base and start to do some like or running you need to like really think about where the base is what the shipping lanes look like yeah. to get it back to your original base or 
start from scratch, build out a whole new base from scratch using materials in that particular part of the world and you can just build it up there instead kind of thing. Um, although that'd be, I don't know, it's, it, it's sort of a compromise kind of thing. So mm. they're giving you a lot of convenience, a lot of easy ways of doing it while keeping this one restriction to still make exploration, still make the boats worthwhile. Yeah. It's both very punishing and very forgiving at the same time. And they've really walked that balance through, I feel, uh, yeah, through a lot of the game, you know, like you can really get swamped with enemies and take and like lose, you know, or you still not lose stuff, you drop your stuff and you gotta go yeah. do the dud trudge again kind of thing, you know. <laughs> but like, I always feel it feels safe when you know what you're doing, you take it properly. Or if you don't and you go a bit gun ho, you can die very, very quickly. You find still. a sea serpent. Yes, I have. I, I <laughs> speaking of sea serpent, um, <laughs> so. On the aforementioned trip where I was sailing back with the 300 bars, sailed past this island and saw on the island, like, oh, it looks look like there's some barnacles on there. And, and my friend Aaron's like, oh, I think you can you can mine them, I think, for, for something I read somewhere. I'm like, okay, mark it on the map. We'll come back. We'll come back. That was, that was, yeah. that was definitely a smart move. Dropped all the iron ore off, jumped back in the boat, head back out to this island. And we're like, okay, park the boat up next to the island, jump on, we're looking around. Oh yeah, okay. There's things. Let's start mining and mining, <laughs> mining. Why is the ground shaking? That's really weird. In the get in the game, if you're on a weird angle or you went, you know, you're not. Like the game can sometimes get a bit jittery yeah, and stuff like yeah. one of those type of things. I'm like, oh, why is it? Why is it shaking like that and mining away, mining away? It's like, hang on. I think the island is moving. <laughs> What's got what? Hang on. I think it's sinking. No, it's definitely sinking. <laughs> And two things that we made mistakes on. Number one, you use stamina up when you mine. Mine, yep. So I had zero stamina because I was yep. mining. Yep. And number two, we mined from where the ship was over towards the back of the island. <laughs> so when it dropped us in the water, we were a long way from where we needed to be. And so once again, fearlessly charging into a new biome yep. ends in death. Yep. <laughs> And um and yeah yeah so then we the giant turtle didn't like you mining its back. Oh, it really didn't. It no. really didn't. Yeah, it definitely was some sort of like yeah mythic. creature. I mean, I'm, I'm like when it happened, I'm like, oh, you idiot! Of course, it's a freaking turtle. Like it's North mythology. <laughs> like you know, come on. <sighs> That's great. I yeah. love it. And so we um made another boat, went back, <laughs> and then got attacked by a sea serpent. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think like Aaron died and then I managed to escape, uh, on the other boat, went back. Luckily again, cause of the portals, there was a portal kind of close to one of the side bases. I sat back down, picked him up, went back, got our stuff, escaped from the sea serpent this time <laughs> safely. But then most importantly, using the chitin you get from the, from the barnacles yeah. means you can make the abyssal harpoon, which means you can then, um, harpoon, harpoon the, the sea, sea serpent. drag it onto land and then just cut it to pieces with your sword. So many sea serpent stakes were made that day. Oh, okay. You as got revenge, revenge with on the sword. sea serpent. <laughs> yeah. That one in the middle of our, of our ocean that, that got us that food, yeah. that one was the first one to, to take, <laughs> get taken out by the, uh, by the harpoon. Yeah, good times. And yeah, like the boats, you know, there's a raft, there's the, the, the nave, and then there's the longboat. Um, and the longboat is fast, it's great, but man, does it handle like a bus. Whew, it is, it is. Handles Actually, like no, a longboat. Buses, 
actually handle really well. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen this thing maneuver. This thing was like something else. It's a long boat. Oh, yeah. It's long, long boat. I think maybe the physics of the boats are a bit... I don't know. I don't know well, how a boat... You probably need 18 oarsmen to get the long boat to work properly. Well, yeah. I mean, that's one disappointing thing. You can't... I was hoping that you'd have be able to have the, your passengers paddle. Yeah. But there's, not, there's no... Uh, no mechanic like that. Yeah, and I'm like, ah, oh, well, it is a single-player object, yeah. you know, kind of maybe... Anyway, but still. Um, but, like, maybe it's how boats work in real life, and I'm ignorant of the physics of how a boat would turn in the water, but there's certainly, if you, you know, go full lock on one side, get a bit of wind behind you, or if you're paddling, the back end of the boat really swings out really wide. Like, it, it kind of turns directly on top of where the mast is, and I don't know if that's just a, a manufacturing of the game and like that's how they sort of did the thing or if I feel like the back end wouldn't sweep out as much in real life than it does. No, in the, the back boat. end's where all the steering happens in a boat. Yeah. So I didn't think That's where the rudder is. I thought that would be then like a massive that would be the pivot point kind of thing, not where the mast is. Where like I feel like the boat's turning around, you know, if you had a stake through the through the mast and the ground kind of thing, and you went and turning it, the, that's where the boat would turn sort of thing. It's through that middle pivot yeah, point. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm just trying to think of my experience from boats. Yeah. So I mean, the way the way the turning works yeah. is the rudder hits the water yeah. at the back of the boat. Yeah. And then that pushes the back of the boat around. So all the turning oh, yeah, comes okay. from the back so of the it boat. Would, it would, the back would yes, really the, swing out yeah. a lot more. Okay, than the no, front, that- yeah, because it's the water hitting the rudder that. Is what makes the boat change direction. Yeah, and so I, I guess in my brain I was thinking, and that would be the the, the pivot point would be no, where that is. But the, no, it's, it's that's where the movement comes yeah. from. Okay, okay, that's where the movement. Yeah, oh, from like the that. back of the boat. I got to get my head yeah. around it because trying to park that boat on the dock is <laughs> so hard. So yeah, when you're parking <laughs> yeah. a boat, you got to head straight for the dock. Yeah, and then you got to turn. And then park it like slide and then it'll slide sideways in. Yeah. See, I was doing it at the start, and then I'm like, "This is stupid. This is not how you're supposed to park a boat." Yeah. Maybe this is how you're supposed to park a boat. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We're more pra- we're more practice with that. Uh, yeah, cruising around on the oceans and stuff, and and exploring is really good. The only part that I'm not a huge fan of um, is just the procedurally generated world. Um, end up with a lot of weird stuff. Like oh, we're in the yeah. middle of the ocean. And all of a sudden, we're in the Black Forest biome because they'd spawned Black Forest biome below the sea. Oh. And so, you're in the middle of the ocean. And there's like a couple of rocks sticking up kind of thing. Like I'm like right in the middle of like what yeah. would be an ocean, an ocean kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like that, uh, you know. Yeah, that's weird. When you look at the maps, you can see like these really straight line delineations between the different biomes yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Kind of feel that could be- Improved upon. Yeah, sort of thing. I mean, it is convenient. Like you know, as I said, like where I- made my base was the reason I made it there was a little patch of meadows which is relatively safe surrounded by a little bit of black forest a little bit of swamp and stuff like that so it was conveniently located because of the way that it does work but yeah. it still felt Artificial. really odd yeah uh, you know it is a mystical world so you yeah. know it sort of fits but yeah. yeah but if you're looking for a survival game to try out because you want to try the genre out I really I I this is a great game, you know, kind of thing. And the complaints that I've read about it are all super valid complaints and they're all complaining about the things that I mentioned, like there's not enough progression. Yeah. yeah there's not enough to do, you know, um, because they're looking for that. Yeah. Extra PvP thing. Yeah. I will say there's like events that they spawn in, they, they spawn in things that come and destroy your base and stuff like that. And they're not, 
great. The pathing <laughs> for the enemies and where they attack and what they do and don't attack seems a little random yeah. kind of thing. I think what they attack is workbenches, is sort of like what their focus is, not what your base is or trying to penetrate your base. They're just yeah, like yeah. beelining it yeah. for the one thing. So it's kind of like, it's, it's weird because you need to have these workbenches everywhere in order to be able to build in that area. You need to build a workbench first. You can't yeah. just build wherever you want yeah. kind of thing, which is a little bit limiting when you're used to other games where you can just rock up wherever you want and just start yeah, building, building up whatever way. you want kind of thing. Yeah. Now you got to build like all these workbenches. If you want to build stone, you got to build a stone cutter's bench and yeah. you know stuff like that. It's sort of a bit, a bit janky. Yeah. yeah, in that sense. But oh, I don't know, man. I... Being able to like dig a trench and like build a moat around your base and stuff like that is great fun, and I really enjoyed it. It's something you just don't get that train deformation or anything, making actual paths that are actual paths yeah. and things yeah. like that. You don't get any of that sort of stuff. Um, the non-renewable resources that force you to keep going yeah. out and finding new biomes because you yeah. mined up certain things is really good. Uh, yeah, I, I dig it. I'm definitely going to keep playing until I beat all the bosses. But I don't see much longevity apart from like beating the bosses. Get over that. That's probably yeah. the end of the game. Yeah. Which is probably yeah, that's good. Be fine. They've got a bunch of updates in the pipeline as well. Like like anything, you know, they've got um what sound like good updates. We'll see if they can deliver. I think I got enough money now, I'd imagine. Three yes. million copies sold. Well, that's pretty good. That's a that's a few dollars that's to fund them yeah. for a while. Yeah. yeah. Um just gotta get down and actually start doing it, I guess. Um yeah. So if you're not looking now, I don't think it's one of the games where it's only going to get better over time. Yeah. Actually, I got one, because back to that stupid graphics, right? I get that they, it's a stylistic choice to look like a PS1 or PS2 yeah. game. I am not nostalgic for that generation of gaming. I always felt that the transition into 3D, that stage was just like the best we could do. and never felt like no, it wasn't a deliberate good. choice yes. that you'd want to ever revisit The original again. Final Fantasy VII. I don't... Re- yeah, I don't yeah. understand... Don't make my eyes bleed. Yeah, I want to know who these guys are and why they're nostalgic for this generation yeah. of gaming. But my real problem is that the game does not run well enough for that fidelity of oh, graphics. Oh, right, yeah. You know, yep. I feel like it runs not that much better than Cyberpunk and Cyberpunk looks a oh, trillion yeah, yeah. times better. Yeah, wow. You okay. know, so um, I think it's to do with the terrain deformation. Uh, the more that you do of it, the game doesn't have a way of resolving out those changes over time. So the more terrain deformation you do, the worse it gets. Uh, the more reloading it has to do with scenery. Of stuff, yeah. And yeah. so in that swamp area where I've done a lot of work, it really bogs down there. And I think it's because I've done so much pathing yeah. to get to the different spots in the swamp. And because it's, obviously because it's swamp, there's lots of uh, you know water that had to be raised up so yeah. I could actually get the cart through and stuff. Yeah. And I think the swamp's a little bit heavier on the reflections and lighting and all that stuff as well yeah. i'm like if it's gonna look like ass it should run it like yeah it should run like rates. a dream come on like i yeah. so i really hope they sort that part of it out that's my one like real complaint other than that this game is a great game if you never play a survival game it's definitely one to step into and start going with yeah um double thumbs up big thumbs too i reckon i reckon yeah, yeah. uh that's valheim um, I'm, yeah, I'm going to keep crushing it. But hopefully we get a Cyberpunk patch yes, as well very soon. And we'll talk about some of the weird characters that we've encountered Yeah, in I'm looking forward Cyberpunk. to that. Yeah, because uh, there's certainly some weird ones in there. There are. So much style in that game. Yes. You know what I want with Cyberpunk? I want more... It's, it's stupid because you can't see your own character. 
but I really do wish there was more cosmetics for the cyberpunky stuff for the for all your chrome. Oh yeah, like yeah. I think all the NPCs have so much cooler chrome than what yeah. you get in no, the game. Your arms, I got I got gorilla arms all the time now. Yeah, which I mean, it's cool that they're like, you know, all you know, mechanical looking kind of thing. Yeah, but like in comparison to what some of the other characters have, and when I see people posting on uh, on Reddit when they're using the mods and they yeah. can put in whatever they want, I'm like. That looks so much cooler than anything I had when I played uh, the game. My I'm, V looks so stupid. My tattoo never updated either when I got the I Love Johnny tattoo. Oh, well, it's still still there. It, no, it still was the um, tiger, claws. tiger Claw tattoo. Oh. It took me ages to realize that I actually had a different tattoo and that's why my smart gun wasn't working anymore. Oh, funny. Yes. Oh, that sucks. Yes. That's pretty funny the way, you, yeah, bastard gets it. Yes, Johnny is funny. the worst I did like that. character, yes. man. Oh my god! Yes, I've read some very interesting critiques on his character uh, in the games. People really, which I really dislike Johnny okay. as a character and stuff. I you know. thought I'd warmed with. Bur- I'd, it might be how you react to him. Could be because I felt the more I met him, yep. the better I was reacting to him. Yeah, but that's because I was always being friendly. And yeah. so I felt that he started being more friendly towards me as well. Which I think is probably the case as well. Whereas if you're being hostile towards him, maybe he gets yeah. more hostile towards you. Yeah. I think too, it might also depend on your perspective on on he's a real egotistical yeah. man. You know, yeah. like I think if you've got a different different experience. He's a narcissist. Yeah, like yeah. you're gonna react very strongly to that. He like he reminds you of someone else in your life. Yeah. I think I can totally see you being a very diversive uh, character. Yeah. He's yeah. I mean, he's objectively, I don't think, not a good person. No, he's not a good person. But he knows he's not a good person. But I, I couldn't stop seeing the bottle opener on his elbow once I first noticed it. Oh, the two prongy thing. Yes. Is that a bottle opener that you reckon? Oh, it's, it's what know. I'm calling it. But I cannot not see it. Now. I know. I'm like, how it do you not see It took me half the game. Took me half the game before I noticed it, but now I've noticed that I can't stop, stop seeing, seeing it. it. It's a weird little design flare. Yeah. You've got to think that's like getting on everything. Like yeah. he's scratching everything yeah. that he owns. Catching on everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's uh, a... But see, like, I want that choice about I put stupid stuff on my Chrome. Yeah. Come on, give me more style options. Yeah. I want to like do all weird shit, you know. I don't see why you shouldn't be able to look like Adam, Adam Smasher if you want. No. Like, yeah. kind of like go full... Yeah, and those weird boob choices in that ad. Oh, which ad's that? I don't. You haven't seen the one. ad for the all these different boob types on the TV? No, it's on oh. billboards. It's in clouds. I have to go back and have a there's look. I thought clouds. I paid attention to all the ads. No, there's one you can get lips. There's oh, one you can get bombs. Yes, yes, or like um spiky nipples yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. very disturbing. <laughs> Very, very disturbing. I didn't realize that was for like, you know, yeah, get weird boob jobs kind of thing, but it makes sense. Yeah, all that sort of weird stuff. Like, why not? Uh, the ad that always cracked me up is the um, uh, it's the one for a soft drink, Nikkei. Nikkei? Nicola. Nic- Nicola. Nicola. And the little, and the little anime Taste girl. Taste passion. And then she farts. Yep. Yep. <laughs> farts a love heart. I mean... I don't sure. understand it either. I don't understand, I don't understand that at all. At all. Yeah. If I say it though, I'm like, what is they? Yeah. What are they doing? Taste the love. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. That's Cyberpunk for you, I suppose, isn't it? In a nutshell. All right. Until next time. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Luke.
I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the internet.